Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. unfortunately said this this week but I do believe it to be true and I might put it on a business card my role in life is to boss people around and look pretty yes oh my god absolutely well welcome to your uh, girl boss era I'm very excited for you oh god um it's unfortunate um <laughs> it's unfortunate that I I don't know that I've ever left it that's true it's fair. always been inside of you but I think she's fully coming out in full force you yeah yeah She's leaning in, some could say. <laughs> Since the first time at five years old in daycare that I started, like, pulling people's teeth out because um, they wouldn't do it themselves when it was loose, I don't know that I've ever left my girl boss Yeah, if era. that's not girl boss, I don't know what is. <laughs> I don't know what that girl boss is. behavior. <laughs> Other than, like, uh, sociopathic, probably. Yeah, um, sure. Cody, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. This is a good podcast we make. I'm. That's <laughs> true. Very good. Um, and I'm, it's just I love it a lot. Unhinged. Yes, absolutely. I'm doing good. Um, I have a little happy thing, but in the time since last recording, um, I got a tattoo, a little tattoo, for the first time in quite a while. I'm so excited to hear all about. Yeah, this. it's like a little frog man. He's just a frog boy, and he's got just. You got a self-portrait? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's it's me. I asked the artist to just draw me and my character. Um, but it also has like a bajillion eyes looking in, in directions. It's like a little, it's like an all-seeing yeah, that's frog. Um, and he's cute as fuck. And I like it. But I mean that part now where it's like annoying and itchy. But Does I'm, it itch? Yeah, it itches a little bit. It's Ugh. not super bad because it's just all like lines and shading or whatever. But it's still just like, oh man, I forgot what this felt like. And I hate it. <laughs> But he's very that's cute. frustrating, yeah. too, because if it's your all-knowing eyes right. are itching, that's, like, a lot. Right, yeah, it's handle. tapping into my inner consciousness, you know, and it's like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> if folks have never seen you yes. <laughs> on the internet, which is, one, a crime, sure. could you just briefly share with them a little bit about your tattoos? Because oh, they're one of my favorite things about you. Oh, hey, thanks, man. Um, I don't know. I don't, just got, like... A- I said that accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> that was a brief moment of vulnerability. Cut that, please. <laughs> just, I'm gonna sense it. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I just got a lot of little fucking stupid shit that are all great, and I love it. Most, literally, the only thing... I have one that's, like, sort of in my brain that I gave to someone and be like, can you make this good? But, like, everything else has been like, oh, here's something on Instagram that I saw that looks fucking fly. And I just <laughs> did it. So there's, it's, it's a lot of that. It's a little hodgepodge of it's fun like little guys. Store yeah, it's yes, in your room, exactly, but, but on my on body, your body forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Thanks. Uh, how are you, my friend? Oh, um, my brain is tired, but I'm alive, which is good. Love um, to hear it. I'm, you know, not um, speaking from the great beyond. <laughs> I'm, I'm here still in our 3D existence, which is 
great. Um, yes. You know, in a time when the world is just so on fire. In these unprecedented um, times, you know? And <laughs> shut the fuck, please. <laughs> in a time when I feel like all folks that I know are just consistently online and screaming. Um, yeah. I'm grateful to be here. My happy thing is something that has brought me so much joy, actually. I, as I try to share often on the show, I don't have siblings. Yes, famous. <laughs> <laughs> which means that for, there are a lot of things that I miss out on, but one of which I have come to learn means that I don't have an outlet to just, uh, or ask weird questions. And one of the things that I was so grateful for is a couple days ago, a Twitter user named Sydney Battle, which is a badass name. That is sick as fuck. It's a cool ass name. Shared a screenshot of a text conversation that they were having with their sister, <laughs> specifically their younger sister, who <laughs> I will just give a synopsis of this. Their younger <laughs> sister asked if dragons were real. And crucial, <laughs> crucial information. One of life's greatest questions, actually. Um, and it seems to have come out of co- like out of nowhere. They were yeah. not having a conversation before. Their younger sister was like, "I don't, I don't want to ask you this because right. I don't want you to tweet about it." <laughs> and then proceeds to put it on. Twitter. And then ex- exactly does proceed to, in fact, screenshot this and then put it on Twitter. As is the right of an older sibling, <laughs> I feel you know. <laughs> And Sydney's crucial response was to just say their sister's name of just like <laughs> Marissa. <laughs> like <laughs> this brought me an immense amount of joy because one, first of all, Marissa, I relate to you. I often <laughs> have to think about like, no, wait, dragons were real. And then I have to be like, oh shit. No, they were not. <laughs> oh man. I do love the strong ability of Sydney's to be like, no, I won't no, I won't tweet about this. And then we'll absolutely screenshot right. this and, like, and post it on Twitter. I you can um, trust me for sure. For <laughs> I sure. Got you. I'm no your worries. older sibling. You absolutely yes. can trust me. But I will rat you out right. to all of my followers. <laughs> so I love that a lot. I I don't can't relate to it, but I do love it. A it lot. is a it's a it's a mood and a vibe. I will say, as a youngest sibling, I got played like that exclusively, <laughs> <laughs> almost constantly. <laughs> so I, I see myself in here <laughs> in this tweet. I am sorry. I don't. I can't relate. No, it's incredibly funny. It's very. It's part of. That's the. That's the experience. You know. My Sydney was Ash Jeeves. <laughs> um. <laughs> Just typing our dragons real <laughs> Yes or no, please, Jeeves. <laughs> please, Je- Jeeves. Hey, stop. Jeeves, please. Hey. <laughs> Jeeves, I, what does... You can't judge me on this, okay? You have to promise me. <laughs> hey, Jeeves, no jokes. Uh, what does affection feel like? <laughs> Jeeves, is home good? Does home, oh, what does gosh. home feel like? <laughs> that feeling when you unload all of your traumas onto Ask Jeeves. <laughs> for a form of connection (laughs) in this cruel world yeah it's really fucked up hey speaking of fucked up we have one current event this week it's (sighs) the most important thing that we need to talk about this is hot off the presses this is aggravating (sighs) as fuck and but fully new new twilight news yeah 
Unfortunately, Stephanie has done it again. I I regret <laughs> to inform you that Ficklefish Films has, has done another tweeted. has has a has tweeted and has done another crime against graphic design. <laughs> I feel I'm not mad. I'm just disap- I am mad. I'm I'm right. not. I'm mad. Um, I'm mad and I'm also disappointed. Yes, yes. One not mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really shitty cra- cash grab. Yes. But it's not even a, like, well-thought-out, beautifully-illustrated cash grab. So, to catch you all up, (laughs) if you um, take care of yourself in the way that we cannot, and you don't follow Fickle Fish Films on social media. Yeah, learn from our mistakes. (laughs) Please, you don't have to. We, unfortunately, have to. They are releasing... Like an all new collection of paperbacks, all of the books, all of them, and the only main difference, like the iconography, is still the same. Right. Yeah. All the images and stuff. It's not no even a love. new color of cover. So, like, we all know about like the white covers, which was a huge deal. Right. They currently are most known as being the black covers, both paperback yes. as well as hardcover. Right. These are still the black covers with the same iconography. Not a lot of, you know, imagination going on here. No. <laughs> the only thing that they took creative liberty on was the worst possible thing. Which is their, they decided to go X Games mode on the front. <laughs> the, just the crime against typography. Oh my god. In these covers is upsetting. They basically make them so big that they aesthetically, right, like cut them in half. Yeah. Just like weave them around in like a disjointed sort of way. But only on some. Only on some, which is hilarious because Twilight, the first one, it's like huge. And it's, I would say, the ugliest one, at least of the core groups. It is horrible because the cropping on it, it is like nightmarish. And also the the second eye in Twilight is like already cropped, like in the middle. So it looks fucking messy as shit. And it's huge. I have a personal vendetta against the eye. Yeah. Both in Twilight and in Eclipse. Yes. And the thing that pisses me off most about that is that in the cover, in the mock-up cover that they did for these, it's not the same with Midnight Sun. No. They didn't bleed it over in the same way. So they didn't have to do this. They didn't have to do it. And it's also so funny looking at New Moon and they just just said fuck it on the concept. They just said nah. Let's just make it real big and just center it. And yeah, that's all, folks. That's like the life. original book. Yeah. Also, I don't know if we've talked about this, but the font for life and death is something that is so it, it personally offensive me. to me. <laughs> it kills me because it's not the same. No. If you're going to do this and you're going to be like, oh, it's like twisted and everything's like topsy turvy. Like you yeah. can still have the same font, babes. Yeah, I don't. I think people are going to know it's still Twilight. It's fine. We have a green apple instead of a red apple. Like, we got it. We know. Good. It's different, but the same. You know, we're visually communicated there. I mean, it's not communicated for colorblind folks, but like, we got it. No, definitely It's a gray apple then, but like... Right. (laughs) The thing that pisses me off the most about this, like, if I was in the creative team 
doing yeah. this. Right. You have a black set and you have yeah. a white set. Mm-hmm. And we know that when we think about like, at least for the books anyways, we have the color visuals of right. black, white, red. Why yes. the fuck have you not done a set in red? If you yeah, actually want another, if you want your fans to buy a whole other set of books, yeah. why would you not do it in a color that they don't have yet? Right. Because it's like, it's not different enough to warrant buying Absolutely a whole not. new box set. It's just slightly worse in small instances. And in some Ugh. cases, big font instances. But like, yeah. this is not a fancy reimagining of what they looked like. It's like, no, this is just totally amateur basic shit like a hundred percent for why for what for why and why it makes me think of that fucking like vine of the pastor um why (laughs) um and it's one of the other things too that makes me violently angry and this isn't even funny it's just a shitty choice on their part you can tell that they didn't research this from Mm. like they didn't test these out on customers, like on their fan base. Totally. Because if they had sent these out to a group of like select fans and mm-hmm. had them test it out, they would know because all of the responses on every social channel has been like, nah, we're no, not gonna buy these. Ugly as fuck. Yeah. They're ugly as fuck. And we already have these. So what is the incentive here? Yeah. It's just, <sighs> it is a bummer. It's a bad business choice. And also, it, the font is killing me it's horrible it's horrible it's so bad what do you what do you think those spines look like i want to see a spine reveal it's what are those just sides? it's just bella cracking her spine <laughs> from breaking dawn on all of them surprisingly yeah honestly if that i if they were brave enough <laughs> to do something as visually stunning and captivating as that <laughs> iconography maybe they have a chance maybe but no, they're cowards. No. It is disappointing that at every possible opportunity, they don't respect their fans. No. It's like, here's some more slop, you fucking... Like, you're gonna <laughs> you, eat it all up anyway. You get your full box set. Yeah. Like, come on. Especially when so many more folks are, like, returning back to Twilight. Right. Because of the fact that it's more accessible to them on Netflix... Right. This is what you're gonna give them, really? Yeah. Come on, the girl, fact give that us you're nothing. still, <laughs> yeah, the fact that you're still stuck in 2005 and you haven't updated your brand at all, yeah. gross, For gross. Why? What's going on? Nasty. Where's the flavor? There's none. There Zero. is none. <sighs> Anyways, um, we have a listener question here. Would you like to read that for us? Absolutely. This is from Michelle, whose subject in, I cannot stress enough, all lowercase. (laughs) Another vote for you to read The Chemist at some point. Um, And Michelle writes, you claim to love when Stephanie writes heist, so it's time to put your money where your mouths are. All right, sensing a bit of a threat from Michelle. Okay, Michelle. I do appreciate the hostile energy at the jump. I I think that's great. Um, (laughs) In case you need more convincing, there are trained attack dogs in the book. It's terrible. Uh Please read it. And then said XOXO Gossip Girl. And they're reading Vampire Academy for the first time with us, which is great. Hello, Michelle. Thanks for joining us on the ride. Sorry, what the fuck is the chemist about? Yeah, I gun to my head. I could not (laughs) tell you at all. No clue. 
in this gripping page turner, (gasps) an ex-agent on the run from her former employers must take one more case to clear her name and save her life. Okay. Hmm. All right, Steph. Unsurprisingly, Stephanie... This is 608 pages. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Is she required to only make books that are over 600 pages? Yeah, it's like in her writer. She's like, I have to. That's my... Also, this was put out like two weeks before our podcast started. It was right like days after the election. That's... Like... Damn. (laughs) Like the election. Whoa. Interesting. Hmm, Michelle, giving us things to think about. Yeah, what do you think uh, a 300-page Stephanie Meyer book would look like or feel like? (laughs) Feel like? uh, Hope, probably. Sure, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine that it would actually feel like it had a plot. Yeah, instead of just shoehorning any sort of sense of plot in the last 80 pages of any 600-page novel. yeah. Oh my god. Okay. This is the last thing that I will say about the chemist. Um, I forgot that one of the things that they posted on their website was the fact that the chemist was supposed to be made into a TV show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But that, like, never happened. Well. (laughs) So, here's what I'll say, Michelle. If that ends up ever happening, I would be very interested. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I have a backstory to read for you a twilight backstory this was sent in by ashley who confirmed that i can say their name great it's a little bit long i will just say buckle in there's a it's a a little bit of a ride here Mm -hmm. so in the year 2007 my mom and dad read the twilight series because they're a sickeningly sickeningly sweet couple and do everything together in a month they loved the series absolute big fans for it My mom was for sure Team Edward all the way. I don't remember what team my dad was. Either he didn't care or he was on Team Jacob. When the first movie came out, I had to be around 9 or 10. Oh, my God. When the parentals went out and saw it without us because it was released on my mom's birthday. Mom thought it was trash, but in a good way. Well, my dad has a superpower where he can easily separate the movie from the book. I honestly don't know how he does it. If I can, I wish I had that power. Maybe then I would like the Percy Jackson movies more than I do now. Are those? I don't know anything about Percy Jackson. Yeah, same. That's my big (laughs) blind spot for there, for sure. For real, same. Anyways, the first time I watched Twilight, it was late at night when I was supposed to be sleeping, under my covers with the headphones in, watching it on my little iPod Nano. Stop. Oh, my God. Because, of course... The way Martin Scorsese intended it to be Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because, of course, once my mom had the chance, she put that movie on all of our iPods. Oh, my God. I don't remember what I thought about Twilight, only when the intense kissing scene came on I kept thinking why is my mom allowing me to watch people have sex Ah. oh my god it was weird from then on as a family we would go and see the rest of the movies at the midnight premiere because they either came out on my mom's birthday or the week of anywho jumping to 2020 midnight sun comes out and my parents decide to have a twilight marathon I haven't seen these movies since we saw them in theater and yes (laughs) they are even more terrible than I remember But I kept seeing Twilight TikToks and I was looking for a new book to get into. So I thought, what the hell? And got out my mom's Twilight books. Now, do I still hate them? Yes. They're trash and the characters' decisions are stupid. Don't even get me started on Bella during New Moon and Eclipse. 
But did I still stay up until 5 a.m. to finish them so I could start the next book? Yes, I did, and I hate myself for it. After I finished the series, I was still in that Twilight sinkhole, and that's where I wanted to talk about and looked up podcasts for it, which is where they are right now. Um, they did include a postscript to this, which was uh, an update saying, my sister and I are finishing the Twilight, finishing watching the Twilight Saga, and my parents were in the living room. Now I know for sure my dad's team Jacob. Uh, <laughs> Jacob was one of his favorite characters in everything. Wow. But there was one thing that dad did not like about Jacob. Him turning down the alpha position. When dad... <laughs> When dad read that Jacob had let Sam stay in that position, dad got so mad at Jacob. He said that it's Jacob's responsibility, it's his family's legacy, and he should have been the alpha like he was meant to. Dad said it was such a millennial thing to do to pass it on because he didn't want the responsibility. <laughs> then Kids mom these days. <laughs> then mom left the room because she wanted to lay in bed, and dad walked behind her mumbling, I wanted to watch the movie. Um, this is... It, this is absolutely incredible. It's a true family affair, Ashley. I can't believe that these movies were made specifically for your mom. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, Ashley also so provided uh, fan fiction, which I will be reading later on. Incredible. Yeah. So that's amazing. Um, <laughs> I just, I love a dad who's like very invested in yes. twilight it doesn't happen very often and so yeah love that's that. incredible when we had last left off on vampire academy um we got a little bit more information on scandal time yes scandal um, city scandal <laughs> <Population> city <laughs> population specifically lissa and rose yes. um all the spectators being their classmates um if I remember correctly, there was a lot, unfortunately, about Mia, yeah. which was gross. Yeah. And we also got more information about Christian in there bum, as bum, well. Bum. Christian Ozera. Christian Ozera. <laughs> um, noted bad boy. Yeah, the, the bad boy. <laughs> the bad boy in town. The Vampire Academy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that no one notices, but is a bad boy. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, so if we have chapter seven and eight, why don't you pick us up where we left off? Absolutely. So we're back. We're here. And Rose is kind of going through her new little routine, which is mostly going to that church life, that hashtag church life. Oh, yeah, because um, the church homework. That's right. Yeah, because she had church homework. And now she's like, you know what? It's the only time I get to vibe with Lissa like under scrutinized watch so right. you know i will do that and then having lunch with lissa and then doing any type of thing that can like make her little like imprisonment essentially a yes. little more manageable um and we see too that like lissa's kind of like taking more of a backseat than she did in like before they left you know where it's like before she was like always schmoozing it with the other Maroi and, like, all the royals and trying to be, like, Miss Perfect, whatever. Um, but ever since they came back, she's been like, nope, I don't give a fuck about any of y'all. I'm just gonna do my thing, do my Chilled work. my boring cousin. Right, and just vibe, you know. 
Right. And now Rose is like doing her training shit. She feels like she's back on top. She feels like she has her momentum back. Um, and her and Dimitri are vibing, you know? Yes. I am glad that Rochelle decided to do a little bit of a time skip here. Yeah. Um, we were getting too much in the weeds of like the day to day. We things. were. Like we established the whatever was happening. And now it's like, all right, let's just give them a little space. Let's yes. Give them a little time. Let things settle so that we can shake them up. I don't a need a, a rocky training montage here specifically. So, <laughs> I mean, I would love that. Yes, but maybe let's save that for later on. Right. Yeah. For more badass fights. Yes. Shit. <laughs> um, I will say that one thing that I do love about the training that we mm-hmm. get with Dimitri and Rose in this chapter is mm-hmm. just how unbothered Dimitri seems to be at all times. Yeah, he does not give a single fuck. <laughs> no. Like he the way that these training sessions were introduced was I had falsely assumed at first that it was going to be very like hands-on combat mm-hmm. the way that her, uh, Rose's classes are right. and that is not how Dimitri operates he's like no. fuck you I'm gonna listen to Prince I'm gonna read my books and yeah. you go run outside <laughs> like yeah also there's some like you know soft Prince slander going on in here okay yeah Rose, which was very weird because like you know there's a little like CD player um that I guess she uses and they both use when they're training and getting into the vibe, into the zone. Um, and the first song is when doves cry and she's like, whoa, Dimitri, can you at least put something that was made after I was born? And it's like, man, it's maybe not the best like training song. Sure. Or or maybe not the best, like great headspace song, but it's fucking Prince, man. Right. I think there are disrespect. (laughs) First of all, it's rude. So, Rose, chill a little bit. Learn your history, Um, Rose. (laughs) Prince has great bangers for workout songs. Is that the one? No. Maybe not. But (laughs) don't dismiss Prince for your workout vibes. Yeah. How about that? (laughs) How about that? (laughs) How about that, Rose? Stop being such a hater. And Such a hater. Uh, But it's also her nature. I get it. She's a hater. She's a hater by nature. She's a hater by nature. Um, But they have this little, like, conversation about while they're training and him being like, so, all right, let me give you a little thought experiment, right? What if you were... You little shit. (laughs) How about you fucking listen to me, you little shit? (laughs) Picture this. You're at the mall and you escaped with Lissa. With your girlies. With your girlies. (laughs) And... Uh-oh, there's a guy there. What do you do? And then she's like, all right, easy. Uh, silver steak. And he's like, you do you have one of those? Cry. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you seen one does cry. Uh, yeah, you, you perform a musical number to scare them away. But she's what like, I learned easy. from Glee is you just Great. acapella. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's how you get rid of any bad vampire. Um, that's the secret. That's their actual weakness. A lot of people Right, think exactly. It's like silver or sunlight or whatever. Um, no, it's just <laughs> no, song and dance. it's the Glee Club? What <laughs> the <song> fuck? <laughs> that's what they're scared of most. This Isn't everyone? Yeah. And honestly, yeah, valid. They are correct in that. <laughs> everyone should be as scared of the Glee Club. <laughs> yeah, but she's trying to like get out answers like, oh, silver steak. And he's like, well, do you have one of those? Or do you even know how to use one? And she's like, 
All right. Well, I thought we were kind of working in a hypothetical right, situation here. <laughs> I would assume I maybe had weapons. And, and then she's like, all right, well, maybe I'll, like, cut his head off. And he's like, all right, again, you don't have any weapons. You are. <laughs> you have nothing here. You are but in a mall. You're in a mall. You can't bring a knife or a gun or a stake or anything. What do you do? And she's like, I don't know, man. I don't like these mind games. And he's like, you just got to run. Got to run away. And now they're doing this whole little, like, cut scene to her running and training and stuff. And she's like, fuck this. I hate this. <laughs> like, oh, man. I'm feeling like shit right now. Exactly. Because it's, like, the least. And we see this in, in, I think, a later chapter or later in this chapter where she, like, hates the idea of running away at any capacity. And we see that earlier, too, where she's, like, always yeah. fighting dudes, always trying to be head on. But he's trying to be like, bro, you can't, like, do this at your state right now and ha- your level of training. You gotta, like, know when to just walk away and, like, protect yourself. You gotta know. This, uh, <laughs> you gotta- uh, could you if, you, if you could just easily just put in Kenny Rogers here, that would Absolutely. be Absolutely. Yes, great. yes. Um, Dimitri's main influence of, <laughs> of wisdom. I, am so- I know that, Rochelle, listen, I get it. I know that would be a little too on the nose. Yeah. Um, but it would have been a great opportunity for you to put that in your book. Um, I, yes, I agree. I think that that is something we definitely see, especially because on this run that, Mm -hmm. uh, Rose decides to, well, not decides to do, that Rose has to do, um, Dimitri decides to join her, which he apparently, like, never does. Right? (laughs) I love the idea of him, like, being a trainer, but always just, like, in the background, like, (laughs) watching and being like, all right, that looks good, great, you did it. And she's like, Very, like, (laughs) very, like, PE coach with, like, aviators and a whistle. Seriously. No, 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 I'll watch you, I'll watch you. Um, (laughs) I have asthma, I can't. I can't, Um, no, 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 I I can just supervise, I got you, whatever, (laughs) don't worry about it. Um, and naturally, like, because he is there and she's, like, pissed off, I yeah. loved that she was like, no, fuck you. Like, I, I gotta go as fast as possible. I'm yeah. not gonna let you, like, slow down your pace. Yeah. Um, which is very, uh, one of the things that I enjoy, um, and I don't know if maybe if I looked up interviews, Rochelle might have talked about this, but it, mm. to me, in the writing of this especially at this chapter too um Mm -hmm. rose's character feels so clear and i again i can't tell if this is just like rochelle's writing skill or if it was just like rose as a character in general is so prominent Mm -hmm. that like any writer could um would be able to just like channel that energy yeah for sure yeah um and i feel like it's probably a mix of both right like there's obvious talent that's there yeah um but there's also like strong you know vibes associated with her 100 percent like, tap into um, in a lot of different ways you know and really get that kind of easily or like somewhat easily absolutely um and it's it made me so sad too because like at the end when rose was like hell yeah, we just, like, shaved that time off. Like, I'm getting so fast, dude. (laughs) Like, look at that. We're doing such a great job um, that she wasn't really able to, like, celebrate at all. Right, because Um, she gets, uh uh-oh, bad vision. The Bond, TM. Bad TM. The the Bond babes are back. (laughs) Bond babes. The the Bond is here, and it is not looking good, folks. Um, Mm -hmm. She gets, like, a strong, like, pain in, like, her chest, and, like, she can see Lissa, like, crying and, like, very 
visibly upset and she's like uh i gotta go dog and doesn't even tell dimitri she's like she just runs <laughs> she's just like i gotta go i gotta go to be fair he did say just run like you run right exactly it's like so, i am taking your advice here so just let me do that please um and right. he's like running after like where are you going <laughs> um but turns out someone did a very not good uh is prank the right word? Omen? <laughs> like Hate crime? Hate I don't crime, know. Perhaps? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's late it homophobia. <laughs> homophobia, yeah. Certainly. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, it's worse than a prank. It's, yeah. I would say it's a... Um, a threat? A threat is probably yeah. correct. A um, message, a dark if, message. <laughs> yeah, if y'all, um, we're going to be talking about uh, like animal cruelty. Yeah, for the so next, you might want to skip a like three ish minutes or so. Yeah. So, um, just yeah, just skip ahead if that's not your vibe. I don't know whose yeah. vibe it is, <laughs> um, but if that's like some dark listeners, like fuck yeah, <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> um, but if that's like super not your thing, just skip ahead a couple minutes. Yeah, so we um, see in Lissa's dorm, on her bed, is like a... on her pillow, I think, her or pi- something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, on her pillow, it's this fox that is, like, fully, like, cut open. His throat is slit. There's blood all over the bed. Like, not just the pillow. It is everywhere. And she's like, hey, bestie, what the fuck is this? This was so awful for so so many different reasons Mm -hmm. because the fact that this um because one rose was so shocked and lissa was like obviously panicking it seems like dimitri and rose were able to get into lissa's dorm Mm -hmm. without anyone being like "Mm, excuse me you're not allowed to be here yeah you're on house arrest (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so they were able to get uh into her dorm for at least like uh like it seems like five minutes or so yeah um the there were a couple things in here that rochelle is like i want you to remember this this Mm -hmm. is going to be important later um keep this in your brain (laughs) yeah i don't know that it's necessarily i don't well i don't think the animal of the fox is important so much as that it is an animal right yeah um because I know that it was mentioned, like, in the first chapter or something, that Lissa is, like, like vibes with animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just, like, animals are cool, but, like, li- like magically vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um, in, like, a Snow White way or whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> so that is important. Um, the other thing that was fucked up is that, like, the fox, and this is the thing that understandably Lissa is like not okay with is that like mm-hmm. the fox was alive yeah when she was there which is like oh uh because like what could you what can you do? you can't do anything right right that's it's it's too far gone like, oh, um and too and, like rose's reaction is interesting because like she has this she goes in like full defensive mode and is like well i am nauseous looking at this but like i can't afford to be squeamish like if i can't even look at like an animal dying or like having blood all over like how am i gonna kill these big bad stragoi and it's like bestie i think there's a lot of things going there's on a lot of things right different <laughs> you know a, a two different situations and also b it seems like you're more concerned with how lissa is affected by this rather than right. a, just a guttural 
nausea queasiness kind of thing i'm sure that's part of it but it's also like you clearly like care for this person a lot and like she's uh going through it and has gotten this very terrible fucking omen yes on her fucking like safe quote-unquote safe place here and 100 like, percent. that's a lot go working on here you know well and the other thing too that made me really sad for rose in that moment was the idea that rose would be killing uh Strigoi because she has to like that yeah. is her like quote mission in life right this animal is not something that she would have to kill. Like she doesn't no. need to no. do that. And so mm-hmm. I think that it is very natural to look at an animal who died unnecessarily and be like, this is fucked up. Like that's not cool. Yeah. The other thing that I found, I think that as a reader, we're supposed to be like, hello, yeah, ding, um, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> is uh, the, there's a convers there's a memory that the two yeah. of them are recalling, but it's very segmented. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's, it is segmented, I think anyways, for a couple of different reasons. One, because Lissa and Rose are very like, struggling with a lot of different feelings at this right. time. So the connection maybe is not as strong in the brain yes. space. You know? And also like, Rochelle's like, mm-hmm, I'm just gonna give this to you in pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, this whole fucking book has been so far. Yeah. Um, but it, there's something about a similar-ish situation. Right. From, like, two years ago with a raven, perhaps? A big bird? <laughs> yeah. And two years ago was also when their bond started with the, like, right. death of her fate. Like, two years ago was that important time period. A lot of tense memories, you know? Yeah. And it would also make sense that, like, Lissa doesn't have clear memories from two years ago because trauma. Yes. So, I mean, same with Rose, because they were both in that um, that accident, so. Right. And then Dimitri's like, hey, do you want to talk about this? Is there something yeah. that you know? And she's like, nope, nothing. I don't know what that could have been. No clue. Oh, yeah, because uh, Rose eventually gets, like, kicked out. Because they're like, you're not supposed to be here. Right. It's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I know there's <laughs> uh, a pseudo hate crime happening in this room right now. Um, but you got to get the fuck out of here. Um, and then Dimitri's just like, man, you can just tell me. We're supposed to be on the same team here. And yeah. she's like, no, you know, I, you know, um, I feel like shit because you're just teaching me how to, to run, run. For my problems <laughs> which you know i'm here to protect lissa and i couldn't even do that in this instance how am i supposed to do that in any other more scary direct situation a hundred percent and i think it's natural for her to be annoyed by yeah. him teaching her this when all of the people above dimitri at this mm-hmm. academy have done nothing but scold her for, right. quote, running away from her problems for the Literally. past two years. Yeah. So it's like, hello? Like, I'm actually were... very good at running away from my problems. So if you teach me <laughs> something more, like, I don't know, combat and skills, that would be appreciated. Yeah, they're, like, making me be with you every week to train. Could you do anything to help me? Yeah. And he's like, all right, well. Maybe fuck. your job, <laughs> Maybe your job. <laughs> your fucking job. <laughs> Um, which is rough. Um, yeah, because I see and, why and he's the doing chapter it. in a pretty sad place. Yeah. It does. <laughs> the chapter ends on a super rough place. Um, the chapter eight is not 
is a little bit better, at least but on like much. dead animals. Yeah, it's not as explicit, but it is uh, socially. It's socially bad. rough. Yeah, emotionally rough. It is. A, it is definitely emotionally rough. Um, yeah. So uh, Rose is back in class, back in fighting class. Class. class, and she's class. Like, yes, we're back in school. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and she finally gets a win over Shane in the combat situation. Fuck you, Shane. Eat shit, Shane. <laughs> and then Mason's because Rose like, is so yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah, Rose is like, I'm gonna body everyone I see right now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck here. Uh, but she's clearly seeing the growth and the progress that she's been making, which is great. Just gotta channel that anger, Rose. Yeah, and then it's like they're talking sort of about theorizing who could possibly be behind this terrible, terrible thing. Um, and Mia gets brought up a lot um oh yeah rose is very set on it being mia yeah rose is is fully convinced like yeah it's it's because also apparently everyone's gossiping about this right like natalie and the girlies and all the like everyone is like oh yeah natalie won't shut up about it natalie is just talking to anyone who could listen about this (laughs) (laughs) which is so rude (laughs) but it's at the point where like every it seems like everyone at the school like knows this happened and is like trying to also you know gossip and figure out who it was and put the blame on on someone you right know. and it's like natalie i get it i know yeah. that this happened in your dorm room but right. also <laughs> you weren't there when it happened yeah so not stop trauma <laughs> right so <laughs> stop making it about you yeah. and also i thought you were the royal who didn't care about attention so what the fuck is yeah. this what's the truth natalie <laughs> natalie shut <laughs> up stop <laughs> Stop being Ugh. this person. Yeah. My personal bet is on Jesse. Yeah, um, Jesse's being real uh, slimy in these little instances. He being is little, being kind of slimy. You know what? You know. That's a great word for him. Thank you. He's being, <laughs> he's being kind of weird. Um, yeah, I don't trust him. It also doesn't help that... In when they end up going to class, they're in, of course, their animal behavior class at this time. Rochelle, so, like what? What timing? How brutal? <laughs> subtle, Rochelle. Yeah. Wink. Um, and they're talking a lot about wolves. Yeah, you mean like a lot real of alpha wolves? talk going on here, which I didn't uh, super <laughs> love. <laughs> yeah, um, which was a choice. Um, yeah. Especially because this fucking baby. Yeah. Uh, and listen, I know that this is a very red herring, but Mia was like, hey, so, uh, so I know that we're talking about, like, wolves, but, like, what about foxes? Is, do what? they have the same thing? Can we talk about foxes? Can we, like... Can we do Nobody like, here is emotionally traumatized by fox iconography and discussion, right? Here? No one? No one? And it's so it's so frustrating too because like throughout this whole class, Rose, it seems like is obviously struggling to pay attention because Lissa is struggling to pay attention. Yeah. And once this question happens, it's like you know, it's like gone girl, right? It doesn't it's not it, working. It anymore. is it goes from zero to a hundred. <laughs> Yeah. So quickly after this. Because first of all, everyone is like, as soon as she says that, they're like, oh, I can't believe she said that. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. 
like doing this gossipy fucking shit. Right. And then now it just, you know, the teacher at least tries to shut it down. It's like, um, sorry, today's discussion is on wolves. I don't know if you've been paying the fuck attention, but it's Yeah, Mia, week. can you like, get getting, it together? <laughs> I don't know what your notes look like, Mia, but it's wolf day, <laughs> It's just so. all foxes. <laughs> Like little drawings of <laughs> Mia, you fucking weirdo. Get it together. <laughs> um, but now that encourages everyone to sort of keep talking shit, right? Oh, and yeah, like Ralph. Fucking Ralph. What an awful name. Yeah, for an awful man. And he's like, hey, Lissa, you totally didn't like do that to get attention, right? And to like make them like send you out of here because you're like mentally unstable right that'd be crazy right that'd be that'd so be like weird if you so did. weird that would be like so weird but like you can tell me if you did that and then rose is like eat shit dude he's <laughs> saying then, it he's saying it like as loud as possible right yeah, next to everyone their- can hear this this is in 4k <laughs> this conversation and he's saying it with a megaphone like in the classroom <laughs> He's like, he's got a tiny microphone, but it is plugged into the computer, so everyone can hear it in surround sound. While streaming Um, it. (laughs) Yeah, it's twitch.tv slash Vampire Academy. (laughs) And then Rose is like, fuck off. You're being a piece of shit. And she's clearly dealing with shit. Eat shit. And then, so he's like, oh, so it was you. So you did it. That's because yeah, you're like together, right? So you're like lesbians and you're doing it (laughs) as like a And he's like not wrong. No, but, he's not wrong, but he is rude. <laughs> but it saying. is inappropriate. It is not the time or place for that discussion, Ralph. Okay, they will get there, maybe. <laughs> what I love then, about yeah. that yes, was just yes. the instant, and this would have been great if it was on Twitch, was the instant karma as soon as, because he couldn't even finish that sentence. No. Of saying that they were together. boy burst into flames. <laughs> it's not a bit. It's not a joke. It's real. He was literally on fire. <laughs> Fully on. I had to reread that being like, is that, Same. did I get that right? Yes. I, I thought was it like, was oh, hyperbolic. Right, like, no. I thought it meant like, oh, he started blushing. Like he said lesbian. He was like, ooh, lesbian. Yeah, ooh. Scandal. No. Fully I, in flames. And no. the only person that could have done it is Mr. Christian Ozera. Who is smug as fuck right now. True <laughs> ally. Christian yes. Ozera. <laughs> An LGBT ally. <laughs> and he obviously gets booted. Because she's like, you can't fucking set people on fire. <laughs> Christian. Christian. I know. In any capacity, but especially in my classroom, Christian. Ralph, what Ralph said disrupted our community vibes. Yeah. He was also not working, <laughs> which is also uncool. Yeah. So, But Christian, um, you set... You set Ralph on fire, <laughs> but he didn't burn. Yeah. So scary. Yeah. We are gonna need to punish this action. Yeah. That can't really slide. Um, that you know, is not, that's not something we could just give you a, a pat on the back for, you know, and just send you on your way. You gotta talk to the principal, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, he's like, Bye. "You know what?" Um, and just like flips his hair, and he's like, "Bye, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen the last of me yet." <laughs> It's more of that where that came from. You all Christian thought it was some wallflower that you don't know who I am. But I could set people on fire if I want to. And so. apparently this, what Christian did is not normal. Not just because like you, uh, you know, classroom management wise. Right. Yeah. Uh, definitely not like socially normal. <laughs> but apparently attacking like these spells against other people is like not a thing. Right. Which is 
first of all, wild. Because my only point of reference for this, um, of like an academy of people who do spells, is yeah. is her program. Um, <laughs> where that's that is like all they do is they fucking they cat they throw spells at each other all the time. Right. Yeah. And so the why else would you be a wizard? Li- literally, <laughs> why school, else would like, you have it? What else if you're do you not- do as a wizard in high school? Exactly. So the idea that they are like we we control the elements, um, but we don't do that against other people. Especially when Mia, like two chapters ago, did yeah. that. Yeah. What's so what's on? the truth? What is the truth? Anyways, I found that very interesting. Yeah. Well, then Rose gets, well, she notices that, like, obviously because Christian defended Lissa, she's like, wait, are you still fucking with Christian? Like, are you guys homies? Are you fucking with him or are you fucking him, Lissa? What's the truth? What is it? I don't like any of it because I don't like (laughs) Christian. And also, I'm the only person you need, Lissa. (laughs) And she's like, no, he's cool. Don't worry about it. It's, we're not like, whatever. We're just hanging out and he's been fine to me and he's safe and she's like he is definitely not safe ralph was on fire did you see that that's not safe that's not safe that's the opposite of safe definitively lissa yeah you don't just set someone on fire and call that person safe so (laughs) (laughs) he needs a warning label we need more of these labels can someone order me labels please yeah um yeah but apparently they're having this little like tiff in the hallway and yeah. fucking Mia is there, like, mm, trouble in paradise. Like, Mia, you've done enough, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, you've done enough. I don't um, want to hear shit from you. Yeah. So, interesting. Um, especially because Rose is, like, annoyed by it. But the end of this chapter, I'm very curious about your opinions on this. Because I assumed that, like, the bond TM was only when like Alyssa was open to channeling, but apparently it's not. Yeah. And I think that's from what she establishes or what's been established. It's like, usually she just kind of like has no control over it. Right. Yeah. Just like she is tapped into it in moments of Alyssa's like very emotional moments, like super stressed or super like hardcore emotions. Right. And she, that she doesn't, she can't plan when that is or when that happens. So she just kind of gets right. transported wherever the fuck she is, right? But this is the first time I feel like that she's trying to do it intentionally through, like, you know, meditation and, like, you know, soft thoughts and, like, really soft channeling thoughts. and focusing on it so she can get, like, more of a, like, be in there, you know, in just a regular state of mind and know right. what she's actually thinking, you know? Yes. I can't wait. Ooh, it's for also the... interesting too. Oh, Please. sorry. No, but like, I think it was in the first chapter of this week too that like they had a really nice moment where, um, after the whole fox incident, where Rose is like, "Hey, are you good? Like, how are you feeling?" And Lisa's like, "Well, you can kind of feel that, right?" And she's like, "No, I want to hear it from you though. Like, I want you to vocalize that to me. I don't want to like just be in your brain, you know, and just only get stuff that way." Yes, you know, which is nice. And this is like an interesting bookend of that i agree um i can't wait for the end of this book (laughs) like the end of this whole situation to be the two of them essentially doing what the two kids in dragon tales do oh my um, god where they just have to like connect their two souls together to like solve the big bad um 
I have no idea how this book ends, but that's just what I imagine in my heart. Yeah. So you know what? Place your bets now. <laughs> we'll circle yeah. back at the end and see. I mean, I could very much like spoil it for myself, but I genuinely don't want to because no. one, I don't think it would make sense because I this whole book doesn't make sense to me. Um, <laughs> but also, I just want to be surprised. So. Yeah. Um, next week we have chapters nine and ten. Burr, burr, burr. Um, Double and baby. The only thing that we know is that Rose is tapped into Lissa. Yeah, and she's hacked into the mainframe. Yeah, she's in. So that's all we know. So we'll go from there. Um, yeah. We have some fantastic patrons to yes, thank. Yes, we do. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Mallory Hardwick. <laughs> thank you to Katie Black. <laughs> thank you to Kylie Minty. <laughs> thank you to Alex Dornan. Shout out Carrie Goldberg. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Thank you to March Gray. March. March. Thank you to Taylor Brown Town. Lautner. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, uh, uh. Thank you to Jasmine, Anastasia. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh, yeah. Shout out Kristen Strider. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you to Julia Stewart. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Beep, 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 beep. Mm. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. Beep, beep, beep. Thank you to Rachel Seeker. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Ashley Dragomir. Ooh, Dragomir. Yes. <laughs> Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Beep, 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 beep. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh, ow, ow. Thank you to all of our moms. Whoa. Kelly Beck. Queen My mom. mom. <laughs> Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you to India Peach. Beep, 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 beep. Uh. Thank you to Sarah Blythe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you to Laura Forty. Beep, 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 beep. Mm. And last but certainly not least, thank you to... Abby Penn. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ooh. We have a fan fiction that was sent in by Ashley from our listener backstory. Thank you, Ashley. This fan fiction was written by Frankie Quinn 13. Great. Um, this was, this is titled Sex Ed with Carlisle Cullen. And it is, uh, it was published on October 27th, 2014. The summary of this is, so like, I wanted to write a story in which Carlisle experiences extreme confusion and shock. So I figured what better way than to make him teach a sex ed class for the Collins and the pack. There are a lot of drawn out explanations, I know, but the story isn't half bad, especially when the vampires and wolves start asking some interesting questions. So I'm going to read from chapter one. The doctor took a deep, unnecessary breath 
and when he deemed it quiet enough to speak, doing his best not to flinch at the heavy scent of wet dog that hung in the air. I'm sure most, I'm sure I've met most of you, so most of you know who I am, but for those of you who don't, I am Dr. Carlisle Cullen. I'm a physician at Forks Memorial Hospital, and I was asked here today to conduct a lecture on sexual education. Some of the students shifted uncomfortably. While some were already trying not to laugh and the Cullen kids looked more or less the same. Of course, after witnessing his children's romantic escapades over the past 50 years, Carlisle really doesn't expect much of a reaction from any of them. I understand that some of you may be a bit uncomfortable with this particular subject, but believe me when I say that the discussion today will be beneficial to all of you in order to maintain a safe and healthy sexual life. The blonde shifted his weight a bit from one foot to the other when a girl he recognized as Jessica Stanley raised her hand. This will be a lecture, so I'm going to ask you to please hold all questions until the end, at which point I'll answer any queries you may have. Jessica seemed to give a brief huff before sinking back into her seat, and he continued. Before we start, I'd like to make it clear that while I'm sure that some of you are already engaging in sexual activities, it is still best to remind you that sex is a very intimate act and shouldn't be taken lightly. That's why it's important to do it with someone you truly care about, since the memories of your first time will follow you into your adult life and could hold disastrous emotional and psychological after effects. End scene. Wow. Oh, man. When Ashley sent this to us, there are only two chapters that are posted. The reason why Ashley sent this is that the recommendation is that it apparently gets very gay in some of the questions that are asked. So, but uh, Carlisle, from what it seems like anyways, is incredibly thorough in this lecture. So if you are interested in reading it, there are over 7,000 words. Folks, thank you for being here. And from us here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. And don't set people on fire. Yeah, don't. As a rule of thumb. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.